0: Whether your most used hashtag is LGM or a neon arm sleeve is part of your game day wardrobe, you know orange and blue things. And this is an orange and blue thing with Darren Meenan and Brian Ernie now. Do it. what's going on? Welcome to episode two of an orange and blue thing. I'm Brian Ernie alongside Darren Meenan. Darren, man, happy new year. What's going on, man? Happy new year. Just working on this thing, dude. The uh, the orange and blue
1: thing kind of consumed my life for the past week. My wife hates me. We're actually in my basement, which is funny. The Seven Lines started in my parents' basement, and now we're in my basement working on this thing. So Good symmetry. Yeah, and it's snowing in New York right now. If you check in the corner here, I'm tr- still trying to learn this, but live from Long Island. Yeah. Um, Brian and I here just to chat about Mets stuff and um, hang out with you guys. So we're just trying to get rolling on this. The orange and blue thing is brand new. This is episode two. Just getting our feet wet in the game. I don't really know what this is yet. I don't know what it's going to turn into. But we're just hanging out and uh, trying to get things rolling. If if you're wondering about the jerseys, we kind of just decided it is like uh, National Bobblehead Day, I think, so I broke out a
0: couple bobbleheads here. We but, finally got the day off for National Bobblehead Day. Yeah, yeah, I got
1: the day off. It was on the calendar for that past year, and um we decided to also make it a throwback jersey day,
0: so I'm rocking the Santana. What do you got on? I got 2011 Los Mets, and uh, it's uh, Jose... Oh, oops, that's, uh, Jose <laughs> Reyes. So, uh, this is the Mets' first foray into a blue alternate jersey after the 83 one, so they wore a blue alternate jersey in 1983 they hadn't had one long time they had the black era and then um 2011 out of nowhere in august here come these blue jerseys that everybody had kind of been clamoring for our producer keith is here and, and we had talked about this all the time that like oh blue alternate would be awesome uh they finally broke them out randomly i remember i was on my honeymoon and i was i was reading twitter and I'm like, uh, are they selling these things? These are awesome. I, I ordered this while I was on my honeymoon. Sorry, babe. I, I spent money on this. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm rocking the 2011 Los Mets. They, and then they had the blue with the with the white and the orange outline for 2012. And I'm then, partial to the orange. And then the orange in 2013, which was Harvey's last start before Tommy John. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's bad luck, Jersey, then. But, so, the
1: uh, yeah, I'm not much of a Jersey guy. But when... Uh Shea was closing. They came out with these jerseys with the patch, like, you know, Shea Stadium commemorative patch. And obviously I was a Santana guy. This is before history, obviously. But picked this up, put it in the arsenal, and then figured why not wear them today. But Oh, when you texted me, wear a jersey. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, like, like coming from me, which is funny, too, because everyone kind of knows I don't really have many jerseys. But I, I threw some some flair on there, too. I got the T7L pin on here. So a um, little throwback to what was that movie with pieces of flair? Um, oh office space office space a little piece of flair here for for the the show today so what we're gonna do i don't know if this is gonna be a weekly thing but we're trying to fill some content obviously in the winter it's a little bit of a dead space between you know the new season but brian and i are both very uh vocal on twitter we both have twitter accounts um i run the seven line but i also have my own it's on the bottom here if you want to throw us follows darren j Meenan and brian ernie also, orange-blue thing. It's not orange and blue thing for the show. It's just too long, so it's orange-blue thing. And then also Media Goon, man behind the scenes, all the tech stuff. So follow Media Goon as well. So what we're going to do is start the this, this show off with our first topic, which is going to be follow of the week, who we think you guys should follow. You could take our advice. You could not take our advice, whatever. Um, and there really is no rhyme or reason
0: behind it. We're just people that we follow that we think you guys might want to follow. So let's get to that. Yeah, so I mean – you're out there in the in the Twitter world, and and you know you're always looking for interesting people. So this is my pick. So this is Joe Marasich, and Joe is the guy who does the Mets tunes. So if you ever um, have seen them on Instagram, seen them on Twitter, they pop up everywhere. And you know, it's random Instagram ac- accounts. If you're going to use an artist's work, c- cite them. All right, give them credit. That's big. All right. So Joe's uh, tunes are all over the place. He also does. He's an Islanders fan too. So he He's gotten into that game. He was uh, he was just showing a Thomas Grice one to to Brittany Grice, who's Thomas's wife. So that was kind of cool. He does great work. What about the Reyes tattoo? The Reyes
1: tattoo? Right? Are you kidding me? Reyes, yeah, yeah. Reyes so, got Joe's tornado tattoo on his leg, and Joe was there for like when he got it done, which it's is awesome. sick.
0: Like that's awesome.
1: I couldn't picture getting that like text or direct message from Jose Reyes like, hey, I'm getting your your. Um, your tattoo your
0: artwork on my
1: leg you and know people so. are
0: like oh how could you how could you get a tattoo of yourself i if i no, you know
1: what's even sicker he got a tattoo of himself wearing a Mets uniform so yeah. like he's down for life jose is down
0: for life we already knew that but that's sick and uh and joe's the designer on the uh on the yo shirt right that you just recently yeah yeah
1: the uh he does he did the yo shirt with us those are restocked actually this coming monday he always gets the plugs in. I, I don't really want to like turn this into like I a one show. I do it for him. I'm just trying to bring corporate
0: synergy. Partner, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the Yo shirt is going to come back on Monday at 11 a.m. If you're interested, if not, whatever. So Joe's so, the man behind that. So uh, check him out. Awesome artwork. He's also got some cool stuff on his, uh, on his own website. He has uh, really nice oil paintings that you can get uh, wood prints and canvas prints and stuff. I'm actually, I actually want to get one. So Sorry. Oh, yeah. My fault. Yeah. Way to do that. So uh, I actually want to get one from my office uh, the DeGromper Grand he has. But yeah, check him out. Good guy and uh, and really talented artist. That's yeah, my absolutely. Of the week. So my
1: follow of the week is coming up next. And I went with Drea. Let me get Brian off here. I went with Drea. You guys might know Drea. She actually is, she has a seat in the section, but she's never in it because no. she's walking around shooting photos of all of us maniacs at the outing. So Drea is my follow of the week. She has an Instagram and Twitter account. Kill drea at kill Drea. i don't know what that means but at Kill drea. um don't kill her. yeah don't kill we drea love, but love follow love her, her for sure her and her husband miles are at all the games they're really fun happy people and um that's just my pick for the week if you got our calendar this year or, or last year she did the whole layout she shot all the pictures did the layout she's very very talented a lot of people that were actually sit with us use her for their wedding photographer like that's photography too so Super well-rounded in the photography world, but just a fun person to follow in general on Twitter and Instagram. So that's that's who we recommend. Kildrea and Joe Graphics Joker. I don't know if you could read it on the screen here, but we also have to
0: remember people might be listening this to this also. So we so, got okay, So at so mine is at graphics g r a f ix right joker. uh let's go back to just I double check that's, that's so we don't correct. give people the wrong info yeah, here but see?
1: um his is yeah. graphics with an x g-r-a-f-i-x joker graphics joker give him a follow yeah. so um actually yeah. you know what we didn't even do yeah we did not cheers oh man so cheers I'm covering the label. <laughs> yeah i'm covering label yeah. too if you if you want you can have your label right here yeah throw some bucks and free drinks our way and we'll sponsor well yeah. you can sponsor us everybody's got a price <laughs> going man. yeah so um next up we're going to go to tweet of the week again this is this might not be a weekly thing we're going to play it by ear but tweets that we think were funny there really is no rhyme or reason to this either it's just things that we want to highlight or talk about i'm sure this will be ramped up once the season gets going but tweet of the week
0: So I'll go to mine first. Yeah, yeah. you go to yours first. We were going to go to mine first, but Brian's going to hit it up. Yeah, so I'll hit mine because we're going to eventually talk about this in depth. But it is the continuation of Noah Syndergaard and Mr. Met's feud. feud. which Which, like, came out of nowhere, materialized out of nowhere. We'll talk about where it came from in a second. But Cut4 wants to know who was the best mascot and obviously wanted Thor to weigh in based on his his problems with Mr. Met (laughs) and his beef. Um, and obviously as you see, Thor says, Mrs. Matt.
1: Yeah. Which is, you know, that's, he's always sitting below the belt. We'll get to that in a second, but Noah always goes the extra mile. He goes Mr. There. Matt's like a little team. Like obviously he's a, such a lovable guy. He's been around for a while and it, it's tough. Cause if you had to pick a side, I don't know. We'll get, we'll get to that in a second. We're going to, we're going to pick sides. It, we, yeah. I already, I already know my answer. I, we didn't actually discuss this before going live, but, um, Mr. Matt and Noah Syndergaard's feud is definitely something interesting. And I think. I was talking about this a while ago. Maybe it was a couple nights ago. I was testing out just like different features on here. Likable people on social media. Not that they have to be the best player on the field, but they automatically get a following. You know what I mean? Like, sure. no Noah's the man, but you know what I mean. Even if he wasn't the
0: man, I think people tend to like those players more. It's an entertainment some, business. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and he had some growing to do on social media. If you remember, a couple of years ago, he, I think, I think the Salicata, who. You know, it was an SNY guy for, I think he still is. And they had a little tiff there. And I think that bothered him, um, at, bothered Noah, that is. And I think that it's been great that Noah's sort of grown to the point where he can tune all that out. Um, I think athletes should have people running their Twitter accounts. I mean, I I'm sure
1: some of the stuff Noah puts up is probably yeah. done by someone who works for him or one of his boys or whatever, which is fine. Like, But it's to... on brand. It's yeah. on
0: message. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it, Noah has this, like, goofy sense of humor, and it fits. Everything he tweets kind of fits with that. So whether or not somebody's running it or not or helping or, right, right, or right. chiming in, if I was an athlete, I couldn't look at my mentions. No, I, yeah, I can yeah. barely look at my mentions. Well, dude, remember years ago, some guys had to quit. Like, Josh totally had Twitter for, like, a day. Yeah, and you know I, I mean, like
1: fans run you out of town or, you know, run you off the internet. I mean, everyone's human. So people don't like to read stuff about them that's super negative. So if you blow a play
0: and then read your Twitter account afterwards, yeah. you're probably going to get slammed. It's tough. It's tough. I, I I don't know. I don't know how athletes do it. I wouldn't be able to do it, but that's just me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go to my tweet of the week. It's, it's a little bit different here. It's not uh, as serious. Um, let me get to it. So this is my tweet of the week from Julie, who lives in Cincinnati. Does she? Yeah, I didn't know that. Her Twitter handle is Let's86it, which in the in the restaurant world means that, you know that that's out. You know what I mean? Like hey, 86 French fries or right. whatever. But um, yeah. on New Year's Eve, some jokesters in California changed the Hollywood sign to uh, to not to Ali Sucks, to um, Holly Weed. So I guess there must have been some weed guys. I don't know. I think it's. I don't really know much about weed. I guess it's illegal in California, but whatever. Holly weed was what they did. And then, uh, she Photoshopped this to Utley sucks, which was great. And I don't know how much traction she usually gets, but this had like 247 re- retweets and 663 favorites. So that's, that's pretty good amount. She does cool edits. Yeah. Really what? good edits on Instagram and Twitter. So even though she wasn't our follow the week, she kind of is too. So follow her.
0: Yeah. Let's 86 it always sounds kind of dirty.
1: Yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like, late, like you know, it's 69, but nice. let's 86 it. But you didn't want to say
0: it. You, you, I didn't want to say it, but, yeah. you know, I know what it means, obviously. It's it's a great double meaning, but uh, I, it, it always just kind of strikes me. Yeah, let's nice, 86
1: so. it. Well, I mean, maybe she knows what it Maybe it means something to her. I have no idea. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, back to the Thor versus Mr. Matt. I mean, it's tough because... I actually – we were talking about this, and I tried to get them to reply, like, hey, how did this start? Like, I hit Noah and Mr. Met up both separately on Twitter, like, direct messaging. Wanted to see if one of them would reply, like, hey, how did this start? Like, what's going on? What's the problem with, with you guys? Like, you want, like, your your um, your um heroes to like each other, you know? And Mr. Met's a legend. He's been, a, like, first-ever mascot. Like, didn't he win something last year? Like um, – he was, he was the first – He was in the – First-ever baseball World. mascot. But, I mean, like, didn't he win something, like,
0: uh, mascot – like
1: I think he was an inaugural member of the mascot. From the man behind the scene, America's favorite mascot. I mean, it's tough to take on America's favorite mascot. I think you're going to win. But um, Noah, which is crazy, too. He's 23, 24 24. years old. 24 years old. Like, I could not picture being a guy of his, I don't know, what's. how how can you explain his stature at that age? But... He's he's heads with the America's mascot. So let's let's dive in a little bit to how this started. Like, how the heck did this? start? Yeah,
0: well, I, it looks like it started here. So we've traced it back to there. There's an, an article we have here from the score that cites a Fox Sports interview that Noah did that apparently he said he's afraid of mascot, especially <laughs> Mr. Met. Which, I mean, I could see that if Mr. Met snuck up. No the way. Line. Like a, like, a, like the friendliest guy ever. He's never not yeah, smiling. Like, how do you not imagine, like Mr. Met? Can you imagine out of context? Okay, let's say you're like, you just got out of the shower. You wipe off the steam, right? And there's <laughs> Mr. Met just like, I'd be pumped. I mean, <laughs> I, I know Mr. Scared. Matt's at my house. Like I, that's awesome. Eventually, you know, eventually maybe, but I, I would freak me out a little bit. To Do start. you have this, a Mr. Matt tattoo? I don't. He's not part of my... Uh, add my so, yeah, i have one. So yeah, I've had
1: Mr. Matt on my own for quite some years. So I'd be excited if Mr. Matt was hanging out at my house. But anyway, so Syndergaard basically says, I don't like mascots and Mr. Matt freaks me out, which is which is weird. That's shots fired. But whatever. I mean, uh, that's, it is what it is if you wanted to... Hey, who wrote this?
0: Brandon Weil... On the score, which you said is Fox, well, it's the score. But then I think they were just citing the Fox. Okay, so we did
1: anyway. But I guess um, Mr. Met kept this in his back pocket for like a week. And um, what happened during the All Star game? Just okay, regardless... so
0: at yeah, Noah gets elected to his, his first All Star game. It's named to be uh, part of the staff. He goes to San Diego. He flies out, and apparently they have this big banner for you know they have these banners for the individual players around the around the stadium. And there it is, Snyder Guard. <laughs> oh, wait,
1: wasn't there a photo? Like, he took a photo of his mom standing next to her or something? Yeah, it was, it was his mom, like, took the picture, yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. just like, like
0: oops. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, to whoever's credit or whatever that designed all that stuff, Noah Snyder name is not the easiest to spell. No. Like, I still, on occasion, when I'm, like, typing really quickly and I'm like, oh, man, like, I don't want to fuck that up. I'm just going to write Noah. I'm going to write Thor. Everyone Thor, knows who yeah. that is by now. So, I guess... Mr. Met was looking at this score thing and in the back of his brain he was thinking about July. Like, oh, oh remember when Syndergaard's name was He was out? plotting. Yeah. So it looks like this is really what the start of the whole thing was. Mr. Met decided to send a tweet out that said, happy birthday to Noah. And if you look closely, if you listen to this afterwards, on the cake it said, Hap- happy birthday, Snydergard," not Syndergaard. So I guess that was basically like huge shots fired one way or the other. Mr. Met is now gunning. For Noah Syndergaard. So, this was earlier in the day on his birthday. So, later at night, Noah replies, that's it, Mr. Met. The battle lines have been drawn. Choose a side, Team Noah or Team Mr. Met. By the way, nice birthday present, Sespe So, I'm not sure what the birthday present was I think was what about, was that, but, like but,
0: August? Yeah, that was like the same night. It was just later at night. I think that was when... Noah
1: does his best work at night. I don't know. A lot of people do that, actually, on the internet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I think that was when he came back in San Francisco, and I think they started the run. So, Sespi has had... The two home runs in San Fran that Saturday, right off. Oh, I think. Oh, oh. oh maybe. Oh, yeah. You
1: know what it I was? Maybe that was. Maybe that's. Maybe that's what it was. That's, that's what, what, was. That's yeah. what the sesame yeah. line was about. But seriously, he basically just said, "Screw it, it's on." Mm-hmm. I now hate Mr. Met, and he's asking the fans to choose a side: Team Noah or Team Mr. Met. And I know my answer. Like I don't know what what's yours. Maybe, you honestly line in the sand, you have to pick a side. It's either. Your best friends with Mr. Matt or your best friends with Noah Syndergaard? What's your choice? I'm,
0: I'm I'm going Noah. Noah? I'm going Noah. I would not go Noah Syndergaard. I mean, See, nothing I, against I, Noah. I, he
1: seems like an awesome guy to hang out with. I follow him on all of his accounts. He's always doing cool stuff. But if you have to pick Noah Syndergaard or Mr. Matt, I gotta say Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt's been around forever. He's gonna be here. I, I think he's going to be here for longer than he, he, than Noah will be.
0: So it's like, would hey,
1: so. I, would you rather be boys with the guy who's going to be here for the next? And but they're never going to get rid of Mr. Met. I mean, that's it. Like no. he's he's in the franchise until the team is no longer a team and the world explodes. I like would side with the guy who could throw a baseball and knock my head clean off. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I'm talking best friends. So I, what if your best friend Noah Syndergaard is not a Met in five, ten, whatever years? And then you guys don't chill anymore. Then you don't have a really cool best friend anymore. I don't know. I, I just – I feel like Noah and I would hit it all. Dude. Mr. Met is everybody's homeboy. I'm,
0: I, he is. <laughs> he, is yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. I, and, plug, and plug, plug, plug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I like Noah, man. I, I don't know. There are a couple of guys – do you ever have that thing where you have a guy that on, on your team that, like, you think you'd totally be friends with? If... Yeah, but
1: back to the thing that we talked about last episode about access – it's tough when you meet a guy that you think you'd be friends with, and yeah. then he's like a, a prick. I remember, you know what I mean? so
0: it's tough. I remember when I first got into Twenty Four, like I was watching it on on D, on DVD or whatever, mm-hmm. and I read that David Wright back in whatever the mid two thousands two thousand five two thousand six. He unwinded after a game by watching like three or four episodes of Twenty Four. I'm like, we we could be best friends. <laughs> it's, it's obvious. It's meant to be. Uh, which is ridiculous, but I think this is like a, this is a thing that goes on in the male mind. Like I could totally be friends with David Wright and I would be friends. I, I feel like we would. Well, people curious. think you look like them I'm from reading the comments. Yeah. I don't know why. Th- I think that's just the eyebrows. Like <laughs> I'll take it. Don't get me wrong. If you're gonna if you're gonna tell me that I look like David Wright, like there are worse things. You
1: know, and Brian and I are I'm not this much bigger than him.
0: No, the I'm camera's on just... an angle
1: today. Where we had a couple difficulties getting started, but if you're watching this on Facebook, we are pretty much like the same size. But it looks like I'm huge. And yeah, huge. I look like I look like your like,
0: little brother or something. But I don't we know. Came
1: out with these jackets, and I was. We were talking about like which size <laughs> to this, order. I knew this is was going to come up. I knew so, it was going to come up. Um. We make we made some jackets and Brian texts me like, Hey, what size should I get? What size do you wear? And I I typically wear a large t-shirt and I wear a large jacket because it goes by suit size. And then he's like, I gotta get the extra large. I got these broad shoulders. I hit the gym.
0: Well, I'm like, all right, man. No, no, like... no I didn't say hit the gym. <laughs> all right. What happened was we have this the first M jacket release, <laughs> right? And I'm like, uh he's it goes by suit size, da He says to me Get a medium. <laughs> oh yeah, I do wear a medium jacket. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I'm like, dude, I haven't worn a medium anything since sixth grade or whatever. I was a pudgy kid, so probably not even sixth grade. Probably like fourth grade. Well, I know this is not gonna work. I'm gonna need at least a large. You know, I got uh, why? Why do you want to wear a large? And and I said, I have I have broad shoulders.
1: Yeah, these broad, broad shoulders here. So um, we actually dove a little bit deeper into the Thor versus Mr. Met and what could be fueling this feud and why is it going on so long? I mean, they got to kiss and make up eventually, but so there were a couple tweets after this that just totally just kept it going. So, um, and I've noticed the theme. Noah's always going after he's trolling Mr. Met by adding Mrs. Met all the time. So, uh, the Mets wrote something about how hard Syndergaard throws a fastball, the highest velocity, whatever. Syndergaard replies, Hey, Mrs. Met, are you impressed with a wink? So it's different when like, you're just like, Messing around on Twitter about a birthday cake, but then you're going after this guy's wife. Come on, like that's with the emoji too. Yeah, with the emoji, Cakey little wink
0: face emoji. Well, at least
1: it wasn't the kiss. So um that's true. That's a good point. Again, here's the next one. Thanks for the early Christmas present, Mrs. Met, and it's a pair of boxer shorts and says "Jingle Bells" till "Tis the Season." So he's, he's always going in at his wife. That's too much.
0: You it, know what it's, I mean? It's a bit. No,
1: it's not too much because it's, it's hilarious and it's funny and it's great to follow along with. It's mu- it's a bit much. Yeah, this guy—they have kids. They do have kids. They're, they're not regularly at the stadium, but they do have kids. They do. Nice. So here we go. Here's how tame Mr. Met goes at him. <laughs> Syndergaard was on an episode of Kevin Can Wait, and they and and uh, Mr. Met writes Noah Syndergaard. Wow, they'll let anyone act these days. So he's very PG. He's he
0: doesn't go in as hard as uh, as Noah Syndergaard, but. So you're still taking? I'm still. You're still Team Noah. I'm still on Noah's side. He's got that. He's got that fire. Like when he called Bryce Harper a douche.
1: That was awesome. Yeah, a couple days ago, um, what was it in a
0: comment? Like uh, Bryce Harper put up a photo, like a selfie. He was put. He was doing some. I, it was through the Ohio State game, I think, for the playoffs. And I don't even know where he's from, where Bryce Harper's from, but I, <laughs> I guess he's a Buckeyes fan. He's going to be from the Bronx eventually, but. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Good luck so, with that. We yeah, four
0: hundred million. But but so he was yelling. Saturdays are for the boys. TM. And I like uh, those guys. I like Barstool. <laughs> it's fine. I, I I I don't know. I I I'm, I haven't gotten as into it as everybody else. I just I don't know. There's only I guess there's only so many hours in the day. But they do awesome work. They're killing it, dude. The The, last, in the last year. Oh my god. Like, yeah, yeah. No. Good for them because because that's awesome. So I I don't hate on anybody. So good for them. I just am not familiar with with their stuff as much. And then he, then he comment, Noah Syndergaard commented, douche. Yeah, as Rex Harper's shut Saturdays for the boys, into his, you know, <laughs> into his cell phone, which is fantastic as far as I'm concerned. All right. Next
1: up in the,
0: in the, um, topics. Of yeah. Right yeah. There. yeah. The, the lineup, lineup bullet, the rundown,
1: the rundown, the what's up. I don't know. We haven't really named it anything yet, but the, uh, the breaking news of the week, which could be anything, anything that we feel like you guys would want to know about or care about or whatever so the breaking news of the week is, our
0: boy Matt Saron is coming out with a book. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So Matt is uh, is a friend to us both. Um, you know, obviously full disclosure, he brought me on a Mets blog. Um, I consider him one of my uh, professional mentors because he taught me a lot about uh, how to write succinctly and how to um, really package your uh, content in a in a good way and and a, and the I think uh, the proper way personally. So. Um, I like Matt. Matt's a great guy, and uh, he's coming out with his Mets fan bucket list book. Um, it's available for pre-order right now. There's an Amazon link in the in the tweet we're showing with Matt. I think uh, if you go to Mets metsbook you can also pre-order through that link also. And he has it's the go-to guide on what every Mets fan needs to do. So you know, go to spring training. Down in Port St. Lucie, um, visit the home run at the original home run apple. Whatever the case may be, whatever the the must do, go to a game with the Seven Line Army. Uh, whatever it is, um, he's going to hit it and go down your bucket list. So it's a great. It's going to be great. Um, he did a lot of fan research for it. Uh, I know he t- texted me a couple of times. Yeah, hit, to hit me up him too. The only
1: thing road. I don't like about the book I haven't seen yet is that we're not on the cover. Well,
0: (laughs) no, no, I'm fucking around, but you can always, I'm sure you can always, you know, negotiate.
1: Well, it's too late now. The cover's already done. It's uh, some random fans, but, um, no, seriously, Matt, nothing but great words to say about you. You've been instrumental in a lot of careers and helped a lot of people throughout the way, along the way, as far as uh, a blog father is concerned for the Mets. You're it. Thanks for everything. So I wanted to give you a shout out today. Breaking news. Your book is going to be awesome. I can't wait to order a copy. And shout out to the guy in the corner here yelling, <laughs> if you could see it, if you're watching it on Facebook. Um, that dude's awesome. That guy's the man. He was I want to meet Allen. that guy. Me too. This year. That was after one of the hormones. He that had was a jersey on. So he's oh, yeah, yeah. Be yeah like, a, like a
0: pine holder. I want to meet that guy. Yeah. Um, and also, with Matt, I what I, I think we need to hit on before is I don't think that what he did had really ever been done before, starting a team-centric blog like that. And, and really
1: college, I think was, at first it was yeah, like it was a college, a college experiment or a college project yeah. and it turned into what it is, you know? Yeah. Crazy.
0: And, uh, and he took a very similar path to you because I remember him, he was, I think it was 2005 or whatever. He was handing out flyers, um, at the Shea stadium parking lot. And I think the Mets even tried to put the kibosh on there at one wow. point. Um, so obviously, you know, the, the history of this and, and, and the history of the seven line. And I think what Matt's been able to do is I really think he has set the standard for, um, Team-centric sports blogging and, and good for him, man. I, I wish him the best of luck and uh, and we'll see where it goes, but I think the book's gonna be awesome.
1: Looking forward to it. Definitely something if you're a Mets fan, you you uh and then you and you collect Mets books for your library, definitely pick that up. So <clears throat> what do we got up next? Alright, cool. So a couple of days ago, I was in Queens and um, actually dropping my mother-in-law off to the airport but i'm always looking for interesting new angles to shoot photos of city field i really like photography took it in college it's always been something i'm interested in so um actually pulling up the ramp onto uh LaGuardia, mm-hmm. i noticed that the sun was kind of just coming up and i could see a shot of the marina which i've never done before like that angle so i took a photo of that and then happened to go to one of my favorite spots in in the area to shoot photos of the of the stadium, which everyone I'm surprised no one else has really figured it out yet. I'm sure they have, but every time I post a photo of that angle, someone says, "Where is that? How do I get there?" And I, I don't want to let the <laughs> let the cat out of the bag, but I did notice this really awesome billboard hanging up on the outside of the stadium, facing towards the east uh, on 126th Street. And um, what's really interesting about it is it's just a huge photo of fans yeah. at the game. Um, which we didn't point on before. If you look closely, I'll try to zoom in. It looks like they're doing the wave, but they're not. Someone must have just hit a home run. Uh, but I will not know that. Our boy Noah hates the wave, and we don't. I don't know about him, but I don't like it either. Bro. I hate the wave.
0: So I hate the guy who starts the wave.
1: Yeah, like the yeah the guy not watching the game that wants to turn around and get everyone involved. All right,
0: bro, we're gonna do the wave, and that's like that's the part where like my blood pressure just spikes. It's like no, we're not going to do the fucking wave, all right? We're not.
1: Wow, f bomb from I'm Ernie. So, I'm sorry. You know, last Ernie. week on episode one, he read. Remember, it was funny when you were talking about your jersey. Someone goes, "Hey Brian, no name on the back." And you said something about they gave me garbage. I'm like, you can say shit. I, I I, just, I dropped
0: a, a shit bomb later. <laughs> like later in the in the episode, it was right when our camera uh, cut out for a second. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. actually looks like they <laughs> took us off the air for a second because I said shit. <laughs> Anyway, we're not, button, we're not going to do the wave.
1: Yeah, well, I I only missed one outing last year, and it was funny because the Mets lost that game. But I got a text from someone later, like, dude, the uh, the wave was going on, but don't worry, we didn't do it. And it's like it's not like a rule.
0: You don't. It's not like you can't do the wave if you don't want to. But can as we talk group, about that
1: outing for a second?
0: Yeah, sure. That outing, man, was like it was an eight o'clock start, so everybody was just as drunk as they would have been in like the fifth inning and the first inning. <laughs> And then you weren't there, so the inmates were running the asylum. It was pandemonium out there, folks. It, this this one I feel like was, you mean you, you seem to say like people are on better behavior if I'm there or something like that. No, but, they are. No, no. Yeah, way. oh, absolutely. If you think and Keith is nodding, if you think that they're not on better behavior when you're, it was like I'm substitute not that strict teacher, though. Like, oh, it was substitute teacher time for sure that really? day. Wow, I'm oh, surprised. for sure. Anyway, back to the billboard. Back to the billboard. The, uh, to the billboard.
1: what's funny about it is. When Citi Field first opened, I don't think they were rushed, but there wasn't many, there wasn't that much Mets stuff in yeah. the building. So like, something like this, with a huge billboard of, of fans, which I guess is a Bud Light ad, so smart on Bud Light, but the, um, the ballpark wasn't very blue and orange. The wall was originally black, and it was also a million miles away and right. a lot taller. But um, quite a few things have changed in the ballpark over the years, and there's a lot more blue and orange. Yeah. There's a lot more Mets photos and stuff all around the building. The, was the museum
0: open right away? No, The museum it was, was not open right away. And I think they, it was a year after. Yeah,
1: I mean, obviously, they were just getting their feet wet with having a new building. Yeah. So it's nice to see more
0: blue and orange stuff, especially on the outside of the ballpark. So when you're on the train, you can see this. This reminds me of, remember the Big Bud Light ad they had? Um... At the se- in the center of the big one oh, that move Vaughn hit halfway yes, up. Exactly, exactly. And that was there was always uh, I remember I mean, one of the last years, oh seven or eight, the the cans were upside down, it's like it's flipping cold. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I, it always reminds me of that. I, I think that used to be a spot before they folded that, that Rheingold always had at Shea and the big in the big center of the scoreboard. I'm not sure what was here before this. I don't remember there being anything back there. Uh, what side is that? Is that the is that left field? I don't um, know. This is right field next to the Coca-Cola corner. I oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what's back there because normally when I drive, I leave on the other side. So, um, But I think it's awesome because, like you said, I think they really underestimated how much they needed uh, a presence of their franchise and how much people care about seeing – vestiges of the past uh around the around the stadium it, it kind of leads me to a question we were talking about before we went on the air so i think that a lot of people would love to see a little bit of renovation of the entrance of the stadium even though uh we know like a, Jackie, a statue or something no i think we i think everybody would love to see the rotunda be dedicated to the mets I mean obviously you know what Jackie did and, and 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 all the contributions he made but I think that that still rubs people slightly the wrong way uh, I think that I think there's a way they could maybe incorporate it make it a I think swing. you're walking a very fine uh, way No I'm that. not saying like, oh god I'm not saying like
1: No 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 I I, I get what you're saying, but once it was been it's been named that, yeah. you can't take that away. You can't take back. a Can rotunda. we call it the Jackie Robinson Rotunda? The,
0: the Rotunda, formerly known as Jackie Robinson, now no, we don't to have Tom to. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, you brought up Tom Seaver. Nancy Seaver, Tom's wife, thinks it's a disgrace that they don't have a statue for. I mean, Seaver has an
1: entrance, but so does yeah. Joan
0: Payson, which they don't really recognize
1: enough either. But um, there should be. Piazza and Seaver statues, right? I mean, that would be cool. I mean, they're the only Mets that have their numbers retired and they're both in the Hall of Fame. I mean, that would be great. But I think that, um, I mean, not to bring up other sports, but, like, look what happened with Sandusky. I don't think that's going to happen with Tom Seaver. But, like, right. once you put up a statue, I think that it's – I feel like statues are almost after someone passes away, which kind of blows because if you want that honor – or, you know, some guys don't care if they get recognized. Right. But it would be great if Seaver got to see it. Got to see it. Yeah. You know, it is? it's kind of the same thing where – People were really pushing for retiring the number eight for Gary Carter, especially when he was still with us. You know, mm-hmm. um, they didn't retire it, but they put up the kid eight uh, patch on the mm-hmm. wall for the year. But it would have been nice for him to see that before he passed on. But I don't ever see them renaming the rotunda. I mean,
0: well, I guess we'll see. I don't. I mean, I don't think they'll do it. I think they could do it. Um, I think there's a way to tastefully do it, and I think so, they would have to have a new ballpark first. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe. As and long as City Field is up, I think it's going to be called a Robinson. Which I I don't really have a problem with. I just know that other people have um, have said, oh, you know, we have the whole front of the stadium dedicated to a Dodger, and no, no matter his contributions to baseball or not, and they're amazing. Like, obviously, we wouldn't have the game we had without Jackie Robinson. I think that goes without saying. I think that there's always a thirst to acknowledge. When you think about this as an expansion team um, that is only, what, 54, 55 seasons old, um, they actually have a pretty amazing history. Um, you know, they, they've they actually, since 1969, so since the LCS era started, they have the second most National League pennants tied. For just, I think, only the Cardinals have more. So they have the five National League pennants in 69, 73, 86, 2000, 2015. And it's pretty pretty unbelievable when you think about the fact that somebody like the San Diego Padres have never won the World Series. And, and they came in only seven years later. Uh, the Astros, when they were the Colt 45s, they still have, haven't won a World Series. So when we think about uh, a franchise that kind of, it does have a no-hitter. It has World Championships. Um, it has hall of famers um the more you can do to acknowledge that the better in, in my eyes so I, it doesn't take anything away from jackie uh, i don't i don't want anybody to misconstrue that i just I've, I've heard that from people and maybe they could find another way to to do the statues and maybe out front with a run apple i think they but someone I, on facebook just wrote to cut you off someone on yeah. facebook just wrote like why not a gary carter
1: statue now you know what i mean like yeah. He meant so much to the franchise, and unfortunately, well, how about
0: how about a statue of the? If I was gonna, if I were gonna do statues, that was real. Oh my loud. god, that was, that loud. was incredibly. Sorry loud about sad. that. I that me. was Lizzie. So that's yeah, all Lizzie. Lizzie's <laughs> fault. we're yeah. get text. We're doing stuff here, Lizzie. Um, <laughs> uh, if I were gonna do statues, I'd do Piazza and Seaver, and then I would do the the two last outs of. Um, of the World Series, so I would do the the Tommy Agee to a knee, and then I would do Jesse. Yeah. What we got here? So he's talking about Je- this for those of you not in the Jesse note. and and maybe even maybe even Kid when they jumped into each other. Oh, that'd be arms. great. Yeah, that no, I, that idea. would be cool, right? I mean, so Mets, if you're watching, that's a good idea. You could thank Ernie here. Yeah, I only take like ten percent commission or whatever.
1: <laughs> well, a statue
0: doesn't make any money, but yeah, that's a great idea. Whatever think, you're gonna, I take ten
1: percent of anything. Like, <laughs> Whatever you can do to um a hot dog, you know, pay homage to more stuff is 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 great, you know. Um so what we're gonna do, we I didn't put it on the on the what's up board here, whatever the hell you want to call it. We're gonna test this out. I'm not sure if it's gonna work. This is a learning experience for us. If you're listening to this afterwards, you're gonna be a little bit confused, but this is a clip of the week, which we're probably gonna try to do throughout the season. For now, we have to go to the vault. So here's the clip of the week. Yeah. Not sure if that audio worked or not, but um, that was our buddy, Danny Finley. Shout out to Finley, the Brooklyn chapter. Um, the, the general who sits to his right, Andrew Indart, leads us in the, he struck him out chant. And uh, that was a cool, like, first person point of view, whatever, of, of the chant. So that's what we do after strikeouts. Shout out to the originator of that, the king who sits upper deck at, City Field, and he used to do it at Chase Stadium, too. He's been to, like, a million baseball games. He started that. It, it transferred over to our section through the City Field Chase, and we do it during every game, every strikeout, home and on the road. It's really fun. It catches on. It's awesome. And, um,
0: you know, you don't have to do it, but it's, it's a good It's pilot. fun. It's yeah. fun, especially in big games. It's fun. Oh, yeah. You know, okay, maybe in June. Uh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it, At the wild card game in the playoffs in 2015, that, that was, was like. So what we're gonna do next? We're gonna end the end the episode like this all the time. Is
1: go to your questions on Facebook. So if you haven't sent any yet, send some questions right now, and uh, we'll we'll read your name and read your comment, and then we'll we'll try to answer the yep. best we can. Um, so far I think this is a pretty good second episode.
0: I think so. I you are always worried. I'm You're always I'm always mean, worried. But he's always texting me throughout the course of the week, and then we'll say this, and then we'll do that. It's it's always going to be cool. What what's great about about kind of what you've in part kind of tapped into here and and cultivated to an extent is that people just want to hang out and talk about the Mets. I I think that's really what is at the heart of your company and then at of whatever we do. You know, we, we were just we were here before the show started. We were just hanging out, talking about the Mets, talking about what we do and what outings. We're gonna do this year and it's just everybody kind of wants to be a part of it because it's snowing and it's terrible and who cares about the Raiders and the Texans like no one does no one does (laughs) so um yeah this is this is great so let's it's fun I mean you
1: know what it's the seven line started on a whim in a basement in Queens in 2009 on just a way that I can go to more baseball games that was the only reason I started it and then it slowly spawned into the army so like As I noticed, like, hey, wait, like, these T-shirts, people like them. They're going to go to the ballpark and hang out and become friends, go to McFadden's. That's how I met Keith. That's how I met you. Through this. And it turned into the Army, which is now the largest traveling group of baseball fans in the history of baseball. It's crazy. And I don't need a pat on the back. I'm not asking for one. It's spread through the fan base because of guys like you and Keith and everyone else who's watching this that have went to a game, had a good time, told their friends, and then it goes like the game of telephone. Their friends, their friends, their friends. And that's how you end up with a section of just rabid baseball fans. And that. it bridges generations, too. That's what I think a lot of people don't understand. Well, yeah, people ask all the time, not to cut you off, but is it okay to bring my 10-year-old Exactly. To of course. Exactly. Like, my parents, like, I don't want to give out their ages, but they're up there. Same they, thing with my They parents. go to every game. My daughter is almost two in May. She's been to 11. She's been on 11 fights already. I'm not saying, like, that's... Normal because it's definitely not normal, no, but, but
0: like that's a lot of people senior citizens. You know, a lot of people think, Oh, it's just dudes swilling beers and whatever. It's not, it's kids, it's grandparents, it's great grandparents for sure. I mean, I every you know, age it's 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 what it's all about, but anyway, let's get to Facebook. So email. it's funny
1: because uh, one of the first questions here is from Lizzie who works for the seven line when are opening day tickets going on sale? So now she's basically trying to do. What you try to do is plug, plug, plug. And I didn't want this to be a plug thing. It's on the bottom here. If you want to read the bottom, there is a ticker on the bottom of the screen. If you're listening to this, then you can't read the ticker. But they go on sale next Friday, the 13th. Go to our website for that info. We don't want to bore you with that stuff here. If you want to sit with us, we would love to have you. Just go to the website and uh, read all about it there at the sevenline.com. All <laughs> the read info's it.
0: there. Read it. read it. Read it. Read it. Yeah,
1: read it before you email questions that are already in the content so right. just try right, to write a
0: caption on instagram <laughs>
1: yeah. how much it's right there yeah. it's right there um so cool let me scroll back a little bit um any plans on shipping to canada for the seven line merch in the future that's from craig barron i would love to but unfortunately the mlb license the seven line has is only for the united states so unfortunately we can't ship overseas or to canada or anywhere else that's not united states so unfortunately no but the short answer is yes i would love to i'm I'm working on it, but I've been saying that for three years, but I really am working on it. Let
0: an HGTV show film in the US and then you can shift to Canada.
1: Why, you know is, what it, I why is
0: every HGTV show film in Canada? I don't know. Maybe Keith would know. Money. On, money. 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 and Money. Non-union. Apparently. Money and non-union. I Get guess. it out of Canada. Um, That's terrible. I'm sorry.
1: So what else we got here? Does anyone, did anyone else lose the broadcast? I hope
0: not. Yeah.
1: Obviously. Someone else replied, it's you, Mindy. So I guess not. Um, sorry, Mindy. Uh, All right, Kev. Even though we weren't going to turn this into like a trade or keep or whatever, let me ask Yeah. Who's this from? Hold on. Kevin Gonzalez wants
0: to know, keep or trade, Grandy or Bruce? Keep, Grandy, trade, Bruce. Do you have any reasons why? Yeah, because um, Granderson can, while he's not the best center fielder, play center field. I don't want Conforto in center field because I want him to hit. it's enough to learn a major league approach and fine tune it and adjust to pitchers as they're adjusting to you. You need to give him a position and let him be. Um, Granderson, he was great in the cleanup spot and he put up good numbers while playing center field, which to me means that he's not going to let playing out of position affect his offense, which is a big thing. Bruce can't play center field. He Can't really play first base. Although, if you were going to keep him, he's nice due to insurance. That's the only thing about that. Like we were
1: saying, too, before about why people like Syndergaard and, you know, the same reason why they don't like players is reasons that they hear about when a guy comes on your team. Mm -hmm. So, like, Bruce did not want to be a Met. He said, don't trade me to the Mets. Yeah, but for understandable He wanted to stay with his team. He's been there forever.
0: His wife had just given birth. I get it.
1: I totally get it that there's much more to baseball than... Loving the team you play for, for Mm -hmm. them it's a job. It also means moving your your family, which gotta suck. But that's just it's it's a bummer to hear as a fan when a guy
0: doesn't want to be on your team. I think it's less about what Bruce like. Some players just don't want to play in New York or or aren't sure what to expect. A lot of players, this happened with the Islanders a lot, and uh, and it happens with the Mets too. Some people don't even know about Long Island; they just think New York is the city. And uh, or Upstate or Westchester or wherever, and they they don't know that they can get to the ballpark within an hour and, and live a peaceful life and not have to live in the center of Manhattan. Um, so I'm not going to hold that too much against him. What I will say on the positive side to Granderson is that he's obviously such a force in the community for all the work he does in the oh, community. Huge. Um, he's a great leader. Uh, let's go back to 2015 when, had the Mets come back and won that series, he would have been the World Series MVP because he was their best player that the whole World Series. And he was playing with one hand because he had that thumb issue. Um, I like Curtis a lot. Uh, he's got one more year left on his contract. I wouldn't move him. I I like him a lot. I think it, and I think it adds versatility to what they can do offensively. Yeah, Curtis is the man. Still got to send him a home run apple beanie. Um, he asked for one. He said it's
1: very cold in Chicago, so yeah. it's, I just needed the address. But. He,
0: he was uh, he had a different he had he had like a hat company he was. He was shouting out on Instagram. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. Check out his Instagram if you want to check that out. Uh, so uh,
1: Justin Mendez, a guy that was actually texting both of us, like, "Hey, how come the how come, uh, how come the show didn't start yet?" Like, "Hey, dude, I'm glad you made it." <laughs> but um, he wants to know about Reyes moving to center field. Any thoughts on that? You think he can hang? I don't know. Maybe. I think it'd be it'd really be funny with him. Right, behind, like we're right there. Like the, the someone army
0: sits right in center field. Callie's brother said that, and and was like, "That's a game changer." And I'm like, what? <laughs> yes, that's yeah, all. Yeah. Could you imagine Reyes just standing out there the whole time? Um, yeah, I don't know if he can do it. Uh, I'm sure he can. A lot of times we talk about changing positions, and we see it seems to be this uh, impossible thing. Mm-hmm. But when you really think about these guys, they're world class athletes. If they have the skill sets that translate. I don't see why not. So I mean, I would love to see him try. uh, Whether or not he'll be comfortable, or whether or not it's going to put a strain on his hamstrings, which so he's kind of been a problem. Yes, that's 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 a whole other thing. But uh, that will be one heck of an outing if Reyes is in center field and we're out there. Dude, we were in Colorado
1: two years ago, and he was playing. We were down the right field line, and we were cheering for him. And he actually turned around and like hit his chest, like tipped his cap. You know, he wanted to be back in New York so bad. Like even when he was on. The Rockies and then Toronto. He would still like when he
0: passed City Field, he'd shoot photos of it and put it on his Instagram or, or Snapchat. Like he was dying to come back. I'm glad he he's got there. he got really? had by the Marlins. He thought he was gonna. I think I don't know. I haven't talked to him about this. He, he I think he felt like he was gonna have kind of like the life in South Beach and and be uh, a cornerstone of that franchise for a long time. And they blew the team up in a year. They blew it up in a year, and and then he ended up in Toronto, and then right when Toronto got good, they they moved him, to, you know, to get too low. So it, it's. I'm glad that he found his way home. So let's see if we've got a couple more and then we'll wrap
1: this up. Yeah. Um, all right. We got uh, another Bruce one trying to switch subjects a little bit here. Uh, da, 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 da. If you're listening to this, is probably a little
0: boring. Yeah, me rambling. Rambling. But, uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> we need a license on that, uh, on that every once in a while. Yeah.
1: So um, before we wrap up, I'm going to talk about the QBC, which is the Queens Baseball Convention. It's in three weeks from today at Catch in Astoria. We'll be there. We're going to try to do a podcast if it's if we can find a quiet enough spot. Um, it's pretty much the only gathering of Met, organized gathering of Mets fans for the winter. The Mets don't have a fan fest, unfortunately. So the Queens Baseball Convention was formed. It is thirty. How much, Keith? Um, they're $35 tickets. But you get a free autograph, but there's only three of those tickets left. Next price plan is 40 bucks. You get a free autograph, Groucho glasses, and a Tim Tuffle baseball card. I don't know if you heard that on here, but it's cheap. So go. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you and can get in for autographs. Yeah, you can get in for under 50 bucks. Comes with autographs. Tim Tuffle, Tim Tuffle Bobby and Valentine. Uh, Bobby Valentine are both going to be there. It's in uh, it's in a story a place called Catch. Plenty of street parking, and just a few blocks away, there's a parking garage. If you can take the train um we'll be there hopefully you guys are going to be there too it's i think the fourth year it's fourth year keith it's supposed to be the fourth. supposed it's to, be, supposed the fourth to be, year. be the fourth year unfortunately there was a snowstorm let la- what happened to our light unfortunately there was a snowstorm last year and uh what happened oh that was your light yeah it's my light. oh your sorry our light. lighting just changed but You're still good. There was a snowstorm last year obviously the qbc guys can't control the weather so hopefully you guys are understanding for that but honestly like People aren't typically understanding for anything. Like, no. we were sitting in the sun in Pittsburgh and people complain. So it's like you can't make anybody happy. Um, so, yeah, QBC, it's QueensBaseballConvention.com. All the info's there. Definitely go check that out. We'll be there. It's going to be a great time. Come hang out, talk baseball. That's yeah. it. Talk baseball, have some beers, watch some panels. And uh, all the info you need to know is on that website. So, Q- convention.com Follow them on Twitter. Follow Orange and Blue Thing on Twitter. Myself, Darren J. Meenan, Brian Ernie on Twitter, and Media Goon on Twitter. And uh, we're going to try to do this every week. Hopefully you guys are
0: interested in it. Anything else you want to say? No, that's it. Thanks for coming, guys. We appreciate you hanging out. Enjoy the football today. Go G-Men tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. It's a wrap. Orange and Blue Thing, Episode 2. Episode 3 coming next week. See you
1: guys later.